0: What is up, everybody, and welcome to the final Losers'
1: Lounge. Uh-huh. Yeah, the final know. one
0: of the season. Nuggets drop game five to the Lakers. The Lakers. Uh, the Lakers. They drop in five. Hard fought. And I guess I should introduce everybody before I go. I'm Adam Ades. I'm joined by Brendan Vote. How are we doing, folks? Dressed in all black. You knew it was coming.
2: You know, guys, sometimes uh, good overcomes evil. The Lakers did it.
0: <laughs> uh, D-Lion Co. of course here with the uh, with the real and then over here in the corduroy short showing a little bit of skin Oh, a little bit of skin a little, like, I would say not enough classing up the joint over here it's RK it's not Harrison Nugs and Nine <laughs> yeah, Nugs, let's Nugs go! and Nine baby we're right there <laughs> we're right there uh, this is it guys this is the season comes to an end it's tough it's, it's bittersweet because you know two months ago when this bubble was starting I mean two and a half three months ago the Nuggets started Bull Bull at point guard. <laughs> and, and, like, things were, like, the Nuggets were disheveled. <laughs> and we're heading into this bubble, and it's like, okay, everybody has COVID. Nobody's here. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of, like, just a lot. It was, things it was rough. rough. It was a rough start. And you go from down, then you fast forward into the playoffs, and you go down three games to one to Utah Jazz. It looks like the season <laughs> is just going to be humiliating, disastrous. And to go from there to where we are right now, I know right now the sting of... LeBron just slamming the door shut on the Denver Nuggets. It's it things we're going to talk about that. But my big takeaway, if I start us off, is just that I really enjoyed these Denver Nuggets. They were worth oh rooting for. They were worth all of the hours that we wasted watching <laughs> them. They were worth every second of it. Every every night we stayed up writing stories or doing podcasts or doing all that. To me, it was worth it. That's my number one takeaway.
2: I like that. I like that. Uh, juxtaposition of it was worth it the time we wasted
0: 100 I mean that's at the end of your life this is what you hope to say right it's like you know what (laughs) but
2: we didn't waste those 80 years we wasted
0: were really worth it that's really this
2: time wasn't wasted it was it was we we made the most of it sorry go ahead
3: do you remember in the beginning of the season we had all those conversations about what happened to the vibe this team used to be fun to yeah they were a slog and um we'll remember them as as Arguably the most fun, most exciting Nuggets team of all time, certainly up there. I'm no historian, but um, yeah, yeah the, the fact that this is the team, right, it's so funny. Those guys that lost to the Cavs, those guys that sometimes we were showing up to the arena like, is this even going to be fun? Right. Yeah, and, and they deliver in, as memorable a non-championship postseason. Of course, we'll remember it here more than anyone else, but uh, as you're going to see, I love this team.
2: Yeah. Here's how do you know it was like one of the most fun seasons is that it was fun.
0: You're very proficient. Did, you, did you drink some, some Dixie Lister before we went live here? I'm saying, like,
2: I, there's been a lot of, like, really not fun Denver se- seasons. Oh, of
0: course. I mean, most of them are. Yeah, like, that's most of them. Like, that's why I said wasted time, because there's a lot of years where we
2: literally wasted saying. time. you are like, well, that was a waste. That's season? what I'm saying. Like, Shout out, Brian This season was fun. That's yeah. how you know it was one of the most fun.
0: Yeah, it watched. totally was. And they almost went as far as any. I was really hoping, in the back of my mind... Really hoping they got one more game so they could tie the franchise record for deepest playoff run ever, but it wasn't to be. RK, what's your big takeaway, man?
4: Man, th- This season uh, is one I don't think we'll ever forget, and and it'll always be right next to the beginning of DNVR. Uh, uh, and w- when you think so about true. the very first post-game show we did, I was with you guys. We were at the old office, sitting bird, in like baby. the... the like, janky leather, leather chairs and our mics were making sounds every time we moved right, around totally like, yeah at the same time that the nuggets took a big step forward we all took a big step forward you guys brought the best coverage of the nuggets i think that's ever existed in the world and uh and so because of that i will uh i'll never forget this season
0: yeah, I mean, I I love that you brought that up because we are almost right at the one year anniversary of DNVR. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> the longest year. It's been, it's year, been literally time. one year since DNVR was announced. been it, well, like it, it was you launched. Guys, since I moved. I know today. it does it's feel ridiculous. like eight years, Yeah, it does feel like eight years. But no, it's really cool. Like <laughs> one year. You know, we talk a lot. I, I I I kind of threw this punch out. I think on the last show, or maybe it was two shows ago, but. To be a Nuggets fan is to hope for the impossible. I mean, it really is. Like, I've long on record say, I don't think the Nuggets will ever win a championship. I mean, the, the things that have to happen. But this team, you watch it and you believe. And and they gave you plenty of reasons th- to believe, not just with this year, but even years going forward. And, you know, that's, that's the joy and that's the beauty of rooting on the Denver Nuggets. Of all teams, you know, there's maybe 10 teams in the NBA that have the same sort of energy. But it's this idea of, like... You want to believe in the impossible in life. And this Nuggets team, many years at the end of the season, you kind of sit there and you go, yeah, I'm kind of just fooling myself yeah. or whatever. But this one wasn't that to <laughs> no, me. I mean, I, this year would have been a complete miracle, I think, if they would have won it, even with as deep as they want. I'm just saying it would have taken even more. Like at the end, we would have been like, oh, my God, insane. But at least I come away from this one going, you know, this this team has something. I'm, I, It's not just the talent. Which there's a lot of teams with talent it's the heart it's the way they build it's the process it's all of those things and you go there and i don't mind if i'm fooling myself i don't mind fooling myself because i enjoy i enjoy them so much
4: i think that you you might one day look back on this season and look at this team and say that was that that bubble was when it actually became real to believe in this team winning a championship yeah, I mean, one day i mean jamal murray what jamal murray did in the bubble is he completely changed the potential ceiling for ceiling for the Nuggets in my opinion like you always thought like oh maybe Jamal could be like that one day but seeing it with your own eyes his ascension during this time to me makes it real to say okay you get Jamal and and Jokic and MPJ all going you get that offense working with the three of them you bring in a few more pieces here and there like I I actually believe the championship dream is real now rather than like you said just fooling yourselves.
0: I want to ask you that because you're the outsider on this. You're, you carry less baggage to the Denver Nuggets than I think any of us do. What? It, tell us about this season, but also tell us about what the season means with regards to the future.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I think this is the year where it was confirmed, whether they win a title or not going forward, that this is not your mom and dad's Denver Nuggets. I think, you know, if you believe in, in a force like Love, whether comedically or actually – 2 3 1 comebacks don't happen. Right. You know, regardless of how painful that lake is. It's never, it's ones. literally never happened. I mean, Denver gets to be in the record books in a really cool way. You're looking at a team, and look, linear progression isn't guaranteed, but some teams compete for titles. Some teams get excited over having guys like MPJ and Bowl Bowl, and the Nuggets are both. And so I watched this fan base, I watched this city lick its wounds, pick its head back up, and say, you know what? We're charging back in one more time with this group because we think they're good enough. And it's always easiest to bet against a team winning a title. So easy, always. yeah. But you know what? Two years ago, I watched Jokic play basketball. I thought that dude's good enough. But now I think Murray's good enough. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and you know what? Now I think Michael Malone's good enough. Mm, and, and, interesting. And a lot and of we'll people see, disagreeing with that and, take and on And we'll see um, how they fill in the gramps. I think Jeremy Grant's good enough. Yeah, so man. So we'll see how they fill in the gaps. So Jeremy we'll see Grant what, might be too good. <laughs> what does of M, uh, what happens with MPJ? <laughs> yeah. But I think outsiders would tell you now: believe in this team because you should. And and. And when a team is good enough, when they clear a certain threshold, as a fan, you should lie to yourself. That's what it's all about. The Nuggets are well past that threshold.
4: One thing I want to say, there will be people that watch this team or don't watch this team that will try to tear down this run and say they don't deserve respect, they fell short against the Lakers, this, that, the other thing. Just ignore them.
0: Like, no, no, no! Quote tweet them with "This is why I subscribe to DNBR. Uh, I told them, you, like, that too. it's you the get, ultimate way yeah. to dunk on the people online that just like it's so easy to be a cynic in this world. And honestly, it like just this don't is let it I, get under your skin well. This is where I things. always say like sports are supposed to like provide something to us. Like they're supposed to help you reflect. And being a cynic, just being out there like oh, I didn't win. Well, so easy. Uh, They'll never. Do, it's not only is it so easy. It's also like it's toxic. It, we it live is, in a world now where world. we all get yeah. to touch each other. No. no, we don't. Not anymore. That's actually the one well, thing we can't do. <laughs> I mean, metaphorically touch our, each other. What I mean it's by so that is funny like that that you the twenty. One we no, 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 no! not <laughs> the right word. Twenty years ago, if, if I wanted to tie like to somebody connect. Right. Let him go. Let him go. <laughs> I can't believe this. Unbelievable. Slandered. Slandered on my own show. No right, Connect All right. with people. But what do we have? What a weird time to ask for King of the Game. Uh, no. <laughs> right then was when you thought, let, let's ask about... All right, King of the Game. It's, I'm busting your balls, Kale. Um, Jeremy, Jeremy Grant. Grant. Yeah, Jeremy Grant. I mean, was, it has to be an, I'm not gay, right? Yeah, I'm not fucking giving it to a lady. I mean, Grant. come on. Um, Jeremy Grant was awesome. We're going to talk about him. Uh, anyway, what was I saying? Something about not being a cynic. Anyway, Something don't be a cynic. People? I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even remember. Yeah, uh, was really I know used. what
2: you mean. No, because... Your energy now and your thoughts yes, now are this more important than they've ever been. Than they've ever this- been. Because we have all... Created this electronic connection to one your... another, where we don't touch each other. Yeah, but we, we do touch t- each other. We touch each other's minds. Our minds are go. touching all the time, and we molest all, each other. If it's all I you do, if, if, if all you do is is, is is spew, why imply wild it when we can say? It. Are you saying, would you put, is fondle a better word? Do we, do yeah, it, we fondle each other's brains mentally all, the, fondle. all the time. and it's your job to put good thoughts into the world to believe in something. It's very easy to just say this sucks, this isn't going to work. Everything sucks. Yo, it sucks to be online when everyone is, is a disc- yeah, is It's is a, a drag, yeah So like, let's believe in something, this Nuggets team Like, what could be better, will they win, I don't know Yes, 100%, of course yeah. But, uh, like, let's believe In this Nuggets team together, like, watching Them grow, I mean, we keep saying that It's not linear, but, and then we joke of, For the Nuggets, it's been 100% linear They've improved every single Year they've been together with Tim Connolly, Michael Malone, Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray uh, they keep adding pieces. Like th- There's all these like devastating mistakes that the front office makes. They don't get Donovan Mitchell. They lose Yuka- Yusuf Nurkic. And what does the team do? It just gets better. Bruce. It just gets better and better. Like They bring in good players. They call away ones that don't work with the culture because that's, as we've learned, just as, as important as any other single factor when it comes to building a team. And we're watching this team like really congeal and come and, together and make something bigger than the sum of its parts. And like, I don't know why it's not why it's going to stop. Like it's only
3: moving upward. At this point, not believing in the Nuggets is a choice. They're good enough that that's not just like calling it like you see it. That's a choice to to, to take that stand. You're entitled to that choice. But if you're in Denver and you love sports, it's a ridiculous one. Then, yeah, you know,
2: it is. Nothing makes me crazier than just. When people get online and, and then they, they, t- to seem smart, they'll say like, oh, well, I just knew they couldn't get it done. You well, know, you know, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: You know what it reminds me of is, so Rolling Stone magazine infamously like trashed Led Zeppelin. And yeah. they're just like, they're, they're yeah, terrible. H-well, and it's because, yeah. no, be, it's one of those things where it's like you can feel extra smart if you explain why it's not oh, yeah. profound. Like, oh, let me, you know, my let me, let me all your little sim- yeah, 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 you yeah. Sims. it's like oh you're and I think that there is this is a lot of journalism you know it, it's funny a lot of your like columnist type journalism they always write the that cynical thing and if I have one it, it's really like at the core of I think how we try to carry ourselves with through our coverage is it's just it's so important in life not to be that cynic and this team to me was such an embodiment of that. Had they won, it would have been the ultimate embodiment of it. But it was such an embodiment of like, they had no right to be anywhere close yeah. to where I they mean, got. And it, they just kept, they kept believing, they kept fighting. And it was cool to see. It was it's really it cool to tell the truth and like,
2: active, like accurately reflect what it is you're seeing. Of course. I picked um, Lakers and Six. You no, know, I know, I know. Like, <laughs> you
3: were wrong. Was you wrong.
2: Were wrong. <laughs> right. uh, I was wrong. I was way too optimistic. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're not saying like we should just cheer for the, like, uh. be. You know, blindly optimistic for everything uh, moving forward just because they're our team. This team literally has something special, and like if you allow yourself to just get caught up in the the wash of the idea that nothing good can happen to a team like the nuggets then you'll miss something magical like if you missed out on the season i feel so bad I, I feel bad for. You, i son. really do I feel and we said you, this son. by
0: the way three four years ago because we saw it coming to your point there are a lot of people that said the nuggets aren't relevant they're not relevant and we said at the time look they're not winning a championship this year might not even make the playoffs this year but you know what there's something to being on the ground floor of this experience that makes every step further more rewarding and, and and that's the whole thing about it is we've gotten to to go back to the rolling stone thing this is like we're seeing led zeppelin when they're playing the the lounges right we're seeing them in the basements and like playing all the this winner's yeah and now and
3: then, and then you get to follow them all the way through and now the light years guys are signing off on 13 warriors vibes you know right, right, people are yeah. talking about
0: potential dynasties right. which
3: is unlikely but you know, we were told we were wrong because they were losing games the entire time.
0: Another <laughs> another area I want to go with this is that, and I said this actually after the Utah series. Little did I know it was only going to get better. When the Nuggets came back from 3-1 down and won, I said, this is a team now that we get to always remember. And we'd always remember them anyway, but we get to remember them with a the thing, right? You said the eight seed, the mm. 94 Nuggets, the first eight seed upset, that was like so a true. one-liner. The 2009 Nuggets that went to the Western Conference, that's a one-liner. Now you get the team that came back twice from 3-1 down, only team in NBA history to do it. It's a one-liner. And this team, to me, mm. will be cemented. And the and, Nuggets and could win five championships in a row next year and we'll always be able to point back and be like, yeah, but do you remember that year they came back from 3-1 down twice right. in a row? 100%. And that
3: to me, that's special, And man. you're right. When you have that st- the one-liner, even other audiences will remember them now. Right? Yeah. We forget about playoff teams that were fun and scrappy, but people won't forget about the team that did 3-1 twice. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I mean, I think it's still rewarding and validating as a Nuggets fan who, if if you did, stuck with this team all the way. Yeah. Um, it,
0: whatever their approach was, whatever you saw, it it bore fruit this year. Can I make a quick comment? I, I know that after, like, Game 3 or something, there were a lot of really bad comments, and I don't monitor the comments. Our, our producers do. Guys, if, don't bring any of that <laughs> into the chat. Like, uh, you know, send again, send those vibes elsewhere. Don't bring them into Which our chat. So I'm, so getting far, like all some, love. I'm getting real positive ones. Yeah, we yeah, appreciate That's great
2: guys. to hear. They, they were pre-listening to you
3: and they we, we can't get to every comment but those of you shouting us out for the coverage for saying thanks for everything thank you thank you for rolling with us thanks for rocking with us right now it'd be easy to just turn the tv off um but part of what made it for us personally such a memorable season went far beyond what the nuggets were doing it was everything you guys were doing the way you bought into them the way you bought into us and the way we all collectively made the decision to enjoy this process it's one we'll never regret and, and you played in a role a role in it so thank you
0: Was the first year of the DNVR company. It was the first year of the DNVR bar. It's wild to be thinking that there's like people in the bar right now. (laughs) You know, it's a Saturday night, people just enjoying themselves. And it's like, oh, yeah.
2: Literally like the third month of this place being literally
0: functionally open. Functionally
2: open. What a joke.
0: Um, Let's talk about this game just a little bit. I don't want to get into any of the details, but one of the things, well, one of the things that I think is important to talk about Jeremy Grant really is just seems like such a perfect addition to this team. And, it, see, and, and more to the point, it seems like every single game that went by this year, October, I don't think he was that great of a fit right off the bat. Remember that bench had some really oh, awkward yeah. things. Oh, yeah. The more he got ingrained with the the core of this team, Jokic, Murray in particular, the more it was just like, man, this guy just fits and he's so talented. So much so that I, and I don't want to talk off season. I'm just throwing this out there. So much so that I look at it and I go, is he too good? I mean, he needs to be the Nuggets' fourth or fifth best player. And tonight he might have been the best player. Yo, for the they night. were
2: they were legitimately like it was just going to Grant uh, at the end. Yeah, like, Jokic they were just going to Grant. Like Murray had nothing. Jokic was. Uh, I think no. they ran
0: out of gas, man. I really do. I yeah. think Jokic ran out of gas a couple games ago, and I think Murray ran out of gas last game. I don't. I'm not trying to use that as an excuse. They put themselves Murray in this. Looked, and by and by, what? By the way, it was last year too. I thought Denver down the stretch of that Portland series. Maybe it was nerves. I don't know. But they also looked exhausted and. I love that this Nuggets team keeps going to seven games because it's fun. I hope we're done with it. I hope next year they, they learn that every game you play in the playoffs wears you down right. like exponentially. Yeah. Great point, Adam. I, he um he has
3: added <laughs> so much to his game. And there was like, a guy that scored at like either one or two levels all year. He's open from three or he's wide open at the rim. And by the end of these playoffs it was he was adding stuff to his back across a playoff run. Um, and one thing I liked from him towards the end, you know, whether he comes back or not, we don't know yet, but You don't have to shoot open threes to take advantage of a defense ignoring you. He got aggressive. He drove. um, He tried to make some things happen. He got to the line last game a lot. I think you have to look at Grant not just as a a part of of what this team does well, but a part of this team's identity, the Longboys. And and I think a guy that has to come back, has to come back. If 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 he doesn't come
2: back, the columnists are going to remember that we traded a first-round pick for him.
0: We'll see, man. I mean, I I. This well, is it would be, I think it would be a, a bad thing if they did. I mean, this run was great, and it wouldn't have happened without him, so maybe it, that alone would have been worth it. I don't know. That's a tough question. But they, they made that deal with the assumption no, that I they know. would be able to retain him. Well, I know. It, it, luckily, they recouped
2: a, another pick. Right. With, uh, the, the trade that was also not that great.
4: Uh, but <laughs> quick, trade, to trade uh, Circle back to your take about them running out of gas a little bit. That's another part of the development of this season of making it another step. Yep. You know, if they lose that game seven, then it's like, oh, two years in a row yep. they you know, ran they right. went on empty. But last year they they, you know, run out of gas right there before that game seven. This year they get over that hump. Next year they'll be prepared, you know. You guys uh, remember, what was it they were saying? They weren't preparing for 82 games. 100 or something. Yeah. yeah.
0: It was, Malone checkmated himself. He had no idea the season was going to have a w- weird number of games. <laughs> yeah. Because the season got yeah. shortened.
2: How many? Pl- do we know how many? It was like 104. you right. He
0: really okay. botched it.
3: Wait, was it less than? It was less than. They
0: didn't get to 80. What did we stop at? Like 60 something? Yeah, it was It was like 10 or 12. If you but I you're right. Of. It was
3: game 82. Then it was game seven. And now it was, we saw it. We saw the title at the end of the tunnel. And we're going to do everything we can to get back there, hopefully.
4: And there's just, like, a mental thing from a player's perspective as they go into the offseason of just, like, understanding, okay, like, I need to be more prepared, not for game one. Right. I need to be more prepared for game 104. Yeah. And... Uh, I think these guys have the type of mentality that will understand what it takes to be ready for game 100 and whatever next season.
2: I'm saying, like, th- a big thing that's going to be coming to play, like, I, again, I don't really want to get into next season, but every time that there's a large break, um, players get better. Uh, MPJ has a good opportunity like let's talk about him yeah when you i mean when you go one season to the next that break in between seasons is when players make the leap which is when they start to they come back either you see that they've they've made that jump or that they're they're still sort of miring down in that, that rookie slog but um, i don't know i think MPJ is going to make a leap in the same way that Jamal Murray made a leap in between the season and the bubble like the, you just what about ball Boboli,
0: why don't we get Boboli to where he's a player, he only has to be like the 7th or 8th best player for him to be interesting
2: he's going to start the the season on the squad he's not going to practice like Get into the G League and then bounce back. That's why he didn't play all year because he had no no experience with this team. But like, absolutely, all of these pieces, all of these seeds that they're planting are just continually starting to grow. And it's like I don't see an end of this run anytime soon. Like I don't know if they'll ever get over the hump just because it's so hard. It takes a lot of things. You just see what that looks like. I mean, what this team was, and just the opposition we ran into, and like what you know from all angles, like what that looked like. Who knows? But I i just i can't see us getting anything but better moving forward
0: speaking of michael porter you know and i see some people in the comments saying well he had fresh legs you know he could have played more and look i could have it's time that's in the past now i agree we talked about it all year i would have loved to have seen him more there is a lot of malone has earned the benefit of the doubt on a lot of these things we don't understand because quite often he has these things have panned out in a way that you're like okay now it makes sense that's one i still don't quite agree with but at the end of the day this is an excellent opportunity for Michael Porter. If Michael Porter had this the rookie season that Tyler Hero did, right? Where maybe he was not a liability all over the court on one end, then the Nuggets might've won the title this year. And I'm not no. trying to say this is on him. I'm just saying, I hope that's the perspective that's he the takes into this offseason that says, that's okay, I could be mad I didn't play more. I could be mad at this or this opportunity, or, but, or I can go in and just say, okay, it's very clear why i wasn't on the court it's very clear that lebron james looked every time i was on the court he was trying to find me to put me in a position to screw up and i did donovan mitchell made me look bad i i hope that he has that that sort of introspectiveness yeah and and that this offseason bears fruit for him if it does you guys know my take on michael porter i don't think he has a ceiling no he's the further you go on into a person's career the more they have a ceiling yeah right now he doesn't comes back next year and doesn't have improvements in those areas he starts to have a ceiling it's like jamal like you just don't know where uh, it's, jamal it's, murray it's rock, it, the, crashed the through his ceiling he yeah. had a ceiling he
2: didn't have a ceiling That's what no he did up. he crashed through it he had a perceived ceiling that was never there in the first. there is no spoon and there's no ceiling like michael porter jr the same thing like his talent will take him as far as he personally wants to go jamal murray same story he has all of the talent in the world and it turns out he also has the, the personality, he has the stick itiveness he has the toughness, does and like uh- I don't know about that with Michael Porter Jr. just yet. I don't know like how much of that Yeah, he but he
3: doesn't need to do—those are the qualities of a best or second best player or a guy who alternates given the matchup. And P.J. has to be the icing on the cake. It's true. Um, I generally agree about Malone's approach, and we don't need to relitigate it all show or anything. I would just add, to me, I think it's pretty clear that the plan was to play him second half of the season. Yep. He rolls his ankle, and COVID hits. And so, like, in hindsight, yeah, you, you should have played him more. But I do think his minutes were ramping up, and then that opportunity was totally ripped from right. them. Um, um, but yeah, look, if you want to talk about one of the biggest things that can make a difference this season to next season, if that guy's a part of the playbook, if that guy feels like he knows where to stand, um, this is a considerably better team on offense, which is a scary thought.
4: It's going to be hard for me to forget, and probably hard for Michael Porter Jr. to forget, at least for you know a couple of days here, that Michael Porter Jr. made his best defensive play of, of his career. On LeBron. In, oh, you know, that was in, a great in yeah. an elimination game. It was
0: the final play of his season.
4: <laughs> yes. In an elimination game against the Lakers, and then and he forces LeBron into a turnover. He's going to swat him and LeBron would rather just, you know, get uh, called for a double dribble than get swatted. And then he didn't play again. And I know the fans are, are pissed about this and I'm kind of, uh, it, it grinds my gears too. You uh, you know, you, you're talking about it. The reason he didn't play was defensive reasons. And he missed that and he makes the best defensive play probably of his career and he still gets benched yeah it's yeah, yeah, true It yeah.
0: hurts it is true but it's also you know everything in its own time and I hope that he's on board with that because I really enjoy him and I really I really want to get to I don't there's a lot of people out there and, and you know who knows this summer one of the things about an offseason is the team never comes back the same and this year I think more than any other year in years past everybody's been under contract and it's like all right well maybe they'll be like the eighth guy will be a different eighth guy this year you know maybe Trey Lyles is out the door but we'll Ooh. replace him with somebody else that frustrates us this year though there's a lot I mean I think ne- next year's Denver Nuggets team will will probably look meaningfully different yeah. and I don't th- it's not the the core of it the important pieces I think are, are still being retained but there's gonna be a lot of new faces probably a whole new vibe
4: I have a question for you do you believe that how, or how much do you believe that basketball IQ can be improved because I feel like there were a lot of moments, especially in this series, where the Nuggets basketball IQ let them down.
0: I think a lot. Me too. I think a lot, actually. Um, it's not a given. It's not a thing where it's like you just play basketball enough and you get it. Yeah, you can just be dumb. No, no, but also, it's, it's it, it, like anything, it's a muscle that you have to exercise, right? You don't just go out on the court and no. it's like, I'm exercising my brain right now. No, you actually it's have bad. to put the work in to understand the game and be a true student of the game. Yeah. But if you are... I think that it can grow. That, that's maybe one of the most flexible muscles. You know, one of the, one of the muscles that has the, the most ability to sort of uh, yep. to, to really gain. Well, plus once the game itself starts to slow down for you, you're able to, and you're not
2: just in sort of fight or flight mode all the time. Like, you're actually able to process things and use your basketball IQ as it just, opposed to just being reactive on the court, which I felt like Michael Porter Jr., for the most part, was just kind of reacting as opposed to being... A step ahead or, or two ahead of sort of understand like Jokic always knows what's going to happen uh, several well well I will say, say that line. I and, and
0: just like anything else there are people that I think are more prepared to that that are more capable of growing quicker quickly yeah. and by the way I've heard this I've said this on the show before I've heard this of Bull Bull. he's an incredibly quick learner that they throw things out to him, so that gives you hope for him that maybe he has a really steep curve. I mean, you talk about next year again. We're going to have, and I hope you guys stick around with us. I like our off-season content. The DNBA show makes its return, its triumphant return, and we're gonna we're gonna get weird. We're gonna get fun. We have. There's no shortage of things to talk about in preparation for next season with this team. There are a lot of things, which is crazy because we don't even know what next season is. <laughs> we don't even know when it is. It could be, be like a three off-season. month off season. Could yeah. be four. I'm guessing it'll be a short one though. I'm yep. guessing it'll be about yeah. three months, which is. Real, shorter than usual. Um, but I don't know. Like, uh, Bull Bull, just, it, it's a whole new shot in the arm the Nuggets will get presumably next year. That'll be a lot of fun. Shot but RK, it looks like the Golden Boys here, but do you have? I just want you to kind of put your uh, your stamp the on this win, the one last, last time. The last thoughts from Winningsburg.
4: Yeah, I'm just so happy for Nuggets fans because I believe they were rewarded this season. And a lot of times as a fan, you, you give your heart, you give your soul – You give your time, you give your money, and you're not rewarded. (laughs) And I truly believe that Nuggets fans were rewarded this year. And Nuggets fans also, you know, sent a message, I think, around town that Nuggets fans are legit.
0: Oh, there's a lot of outlets scrambling to to, to cover the Nuggets right now. I cover
4: the Broncos, so I have a unique perspective on this. There's a lot of outlets around town who, you know, might say something along the lines of, like, there's never a season for talking Nuggets or something like that, you know, just (laughs) something random (laughs) like that. Uh, But, like... (laughs) There is, <laughs> and Nuggets fans showed that for us. Yeah. But they also showed it by showing up at this bar every single playoff game. You know, there's a whole theory of, of, for like bars and places like this of, oh, if it's three-one, or they get down in the series, the people are gonna are gonna head for the exits. That did not happen. Nuggets fans are completely legit. They deserve love in this town from places other than us. Uh, but we'll keep giving it to them, and and I'm really happy that they got rewarded. For their dedication, let's
0: go. let's go! Let's go! Cheers, brother! Give it up for RK. There's no fluff. There's
3: that's sort of the problem.
0: All right, let's bring in. Let's Got bring in the peloton prince himself, the golden boy, oh, boy, the man with the wind in his hair. Oh, what other nicknames do we have
1: for Age Dub? Heaven's to Betsy. Harrison, welcome. now do will get a chance to go b- get back on the peloton. I've been slacking. What? I didn't want to say no, anything. No, but, no wonder. Yeah. No wonder,
2: dude.
0: <laughs> we all we need a we need a, an, an exercise off season. Like all of us, we need to dedicate ourselves. We need a bike, actually, dude. a peloton, you know, right there. Eric's like, I'm not. Even. No, <laughs> yo, I, I did try to put on my pre-COVID uh, pants. Really? How did how it go? <laughs> did not go well. Didn't go well. It went poorly. No. Uh, <laughs> did you say? Uh, we need to all take the like
1: Media Day Jokic photo or something, and then like, <laughs> we need to do the off-season Jokic challenge. Of everybody... We also all gotta get good-looking bombers, though, because I oh, swear to God, true. the jacket was the real MVP of it that really photo. It really was, man. It did... Uh... Also a
3: staple of modern hit media, I've noticed. The the bomber jacket. jacket. Are you
1: calling me out? Uh, call no, me no, out. no, no, no. I've been known to wear a bomber to a game. No, 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 no. That <laughs> was not a joke. <laughs> All right,
0: Harrison, before you tell us what's going on, man, we've been talking big takeaways from this season. Not really this game, which we haven't touched on too much, but yeah. do you just have, like, an immediate – I know we're going to do a lot more next week to kind of look back on the season and, and kind of give our big takeaways, but what's your? what are you feeling right now as you kind of reflect now that the season's come to a close?
1: Just proud of this team. Um, <laughs> this is a team that shouldn't have been here. This is a team that should have been out of the bubble a month ago. Yeah. But um, – they showed so much man. They showed so much heart. They showed so much spirit. And I'll never forget this run. I mean, yeah. Nuggets could win a championship next year, but I'm never going to forget the never say die Nuggets, you know. What you'll
0: remember is and, and should the Nuggets climb that high, you'll remember the hard work that it, that it yeah. came and that's that's the thing, right? Is what what is the old gold bloom the problem I have is it didn't take any discipline to attain it, right? Like, <laughs> I'll tell you what my problem is. It didn't take any discipline. To, the Nuggets, it took it, like, it took it. It's going to, if they get there, it's going to take everything. This yeah. season took everything from them. Yeah. It really did. Like, watching Jamal Murray hobble up and down the court, watching yeah. this Nuggets team just. How many times during this game did you think it was over before the last time, before LeBron went on his little mini 12 0 run or whatever it was? There was like eight times in this game alone that I was like, "Okay, that's it," and they just kept coming back, and it's,
1: it was incredible. You also have an appreciation of just how damn hard it is. It yeah. is freaking hard. That part scares me man. to get to the <laughs> finals, man. And if you're a Nuggets fan, like this team has an amazingly bright future ahead. They have as bright of a future, maybe a brighter future than any team in the league. But you've got to cherish this moment and these moments because. Yes, the Nuggets will be a very good team next year, but we don't know when they'll get back to the Western Conference Finals. It's not a given that they'll be back here not next year. All, no. The West is tough. The Warriors are there. There's a lot of great teams in the West uh, still. This team should be very good next year, but cherish this moment yeah. because you don't know how often these come around. Yeah, totally. Totally. <sighs>
0: so tell us, what was the mood in the uh, post game? Let's start with Michael Malone. The head honcho here.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mike Malone also very just proud. Yeah. Very proud. Monte Morris said he teared up in the locker room kind of just addressing the team. Malone did. Yeah. And um, I, I wouldn't expect anything less. Like, that's not surprising. That's how connected he is with this team, I feel like. He really is, um, man. He really is, like, yeah, as connected as any coach. He is coach. so aligned with these guys. Like, that's how much he cares, man. Yeah. Like, j- just by that. So... I'd say he was just proud of what they did, uh, proud of what they overcame. It, he said the kind of the overarching theme that he saw reflecting back on both of the 3-1 comebacks was they just find found a way to play with joy, found a way to play with, like, an incredible spirit, and that's why they were able to overcome so much. They
0: really did. We should talk about that too, man, because yeah. that's actually another part about it. It's funny. It was most evident, I think, playing the Clippers, who I think – had no on the, joy. On the joy scale <laughs> they were like a negative one thousand. were, yeah. they were <laughs> Joyless. Absolutely And there joyless. are teams that take different personalities and if you win, I always say if you win, you win. But there are teams that play mean. There's teams that play angry. There's teams that play whatever the Nuggets really did have a sense of just like joy to them that was yeah. yes. that I'll really appreciate. Yeah, they like they,
2: they played together. They played like this was a like a, t- a team effort in the, the truest sense of the word. Like we had different players that would step step up different games, you're never quite sure who you were going to get the main contributions from? Obviously, Jokic and Murray were the the tent poles of, of the team, but you know we had Jeremy Grant step up, we had Monte
0: Morris step up, we had PJ. I you I think, you, I think you create a culture after a while of guys yeah. stepping up because Absolutely. you just you create oh, that no excuse up. environment. Gary yep. Harris hits big uh,
2: three pointers in a game. To, to, I mean, it just it, it, it's a, literally everybody contributed in in a meaningful way, and you could tell that they were playing for one another, and it meant more than
1: just you know entertainment yeah, like, sure. I mean everybody talks about heat culture I feel like we know what Nuggets culture is like after these playoffs it's no matter who's out there no matter who's injured you just fight and you scrap and you claw and you never give up that's Nuggets culture at least to me what uh, else what else Malone have to say here's the quote from Malone I was talking about um, so proud what more could you ask from a group what more commitment sacrifice just everything that they've had to endure in the last 82 days my message to our guys is remember this feeling I wouldn't want to be with any other team. I love our group. Uh, Malone also giving credit to the Lakers. They beat us 4-1. They're a really good team. Uh, but this was a hell of a lot closer than 4-1 would indicate. And uh, more from um, Mike Malone, who was – we should probably say he was wearing a Justice for Elijah McClain shirt for every every media, media. session. Every, yeah. and obviously, that hits close to home for us here in Denver and for them. But – uh, he had a powerful statement on on that as well, so we should probably he give was, that he's a shout-out.
0: Malone is just a great representative of, of the city of Denver, is, to be he honest. He is, he is. And It's funny because I still think of him very much as a New York guy. I don't think he <laughs> will ever take the New York out of him. Yeah. right? I hope he considers himself a Denver guy, and I think he does. He's Big a biker. biker. Is it? well? There you go. He's a Boulder guy that apparently.
1: I mean, Doug Moe is a Denver guy, and he's
2: yeah. that's a New York guy. That's yeah, true. Yeah, no, you is. said
1: it. Good. Michael Malone is is a great ambassador for. Yeah, a great for ambassador and organization. Um, uh, let's move to Jamal Murray, who, I'm sure you could have guessed it, but just absolutely dejected at uh at the podium after this one. Um, quote: We played hard. We played together. We trusted each other more than we did during the regular season. I'm proud of our guys, proud of everything we've done. It's not the end goal, of course. Um, Jamal Murray also says, I might say some out-of-pocket stuff. (laughs) Him just talking about them silencing all the doubters. And uh, he goes on to say, that's just the competitive spirit coming out in me. I believe in my squad. I I believe in my squad. I feel
2: like I should say that about me.
1: Watching Jamal Murray
3: this this postseason I thought yeah that's a young man who does not give a shit about nug life or myths oh, totally, or yeah. destiny Are you kidding me? or fate or LeBron James or Kawhi Leonard yeah. uh, I know they, they came up short in this series but whatever you want to say about the all time greats mentally that we've seen in this league he's got it he's got it he's it's got the it.
0: most underrated aspect I think for a lot of people one because we can't quantify it it's one of those things where it's like you know it if you see it, well, and when well, you also see the type it with Jamal, of thing you like,
1: only can see in this type of like playoff
0: environment. A thousand know? <laughs> That's why you love it whenever like some young player in like November like comes up big on a fourth, <laughs> and people are like, "Yeah, this is like all right, guys, yeah. chill." Here's yeah. a crazy
2: question: Does does uh, Barton make a make a big difference in this series? Hmm.
0: In in the whole run, I would uh, the whole run. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really just a different. A different vibe, you know.
1: It's different. I think he I, makes a difference, though. Obviously.
0: This is weird stuff with Barton. I'm curious to see what happens with yeah, him. Yeah, me too. Because at some point, what's the point of rehabbing? They were only like two weeks away from the season being over. So at some point, it's like, why are you inside the bubble, my, right? My <laughs> first
3: rationalization was this guy bookended the first and only serious injury of his life and surgery of his life, even outside of sports, with the two best seasons of his career and then got hurt again. Yeah. So maybe there's an element of... Look, last time I came back too early, didn't help this team at all. I still have good basketball in me. I got to
0: get right.
1: I just wish at some point you're inside the bubble because it's like, well, the the season's
0: over. I'm not going to make it bad at this point. What am I going to do? Well, to
1: your point, Adam, I think there was a point um, maybe right before the Lakers series started where Malone was asked about Barton. And Malone almost was making like a plea for Will Barton and said, like, even if you're not healthy, we would love to have you in the bubble. I thought that was, that was interesting. Interesting things. Um, what else? Give me, give me some more. So, the- Jamal Murray uh, was playing with a bone bruise in his knee tonight. It was obviously bothering him. He, he also said he was playing with a bruise on his foot, tried to change shoes, didn't help. He was obviously just didn't have it tonight, didn't have that explosiveness, didn't have that pop. I was told today that, like, yes, it's the playoffs, everybody's a little banged up, but this is the type of injury that was hindering him so much. If this was a regular season game, like, he wouldn't be playing. It was affecting oh, him was to clear. that extent. I think that was clear. And it was <laughs> obvious. He just didn't have it. Yeah. yeah. fought, through, Battled through so much. I mean, Dude, what a, I, what I a talk, we're going
0: to talk a lot about Jamal after we're done with these. But what, what else would
1: we get? How, what did Joker have to say? So this was a great comment from, uh, from Yoke, just kind of reflecting back. He goes, when I came here six years ago, we had 33 wins. And today we're in the Western Conference Finals. I think it's interesting to think about the huge improvement that we had. Me as a player, we as a group, as a whole organization, it was an amazing improvement. Love it. So true. It really, it really is. Yeah. Uh, Nicole Jokic on Jamal Murray, quote, he's amazing. He was our leader. He's a dog. He's a fighter. He's a competitor. He's an amazing shooter. He played amazing. He was amazing. Wow. Seems like he likes him. <laughs> Jeremy Grant
0: seems like a Jokic guy. Because he's so, like, just understate You know what I mean? He's like such, about a, his nugget. Business. Yeah. such a nugget. Yeah, he's so such a nugget. Yeah, he's such a nugget. We love this team so much, but they really are boring. Collective, yeah. <laughs> Collective. zero charisma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You that- know who really hates them is Richard Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> you just tell the disdain Richard he did Jefferson. did not have a good time. He here. hated yeah. his time here. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if well, I'll he wanted that to be to the fifth-year senior is really like what he was like. I get to stay in college for more year. And
4: it was team like, we're not making Exclusively academics. <laughs> and he's like, what the
0: hell, guys? Yeah. You're
1: studying again? <laughs> what are we doing today?
0: <laughs> I was
2: we're, we're, heading home. Home. we're getting that prank to run on the D.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> That's such a miserable time. Jokic on what the Nuggets showed in the bubble. Quote, that we fight. That's something. Even today, they were up 16, I think. We didn't quit. We didn't throw the game away. That's something that's going to be our mentality, hashtag Nuggets culture, and our purpose in these next years. Ooh. Yeah. Did he I, say I, can I say something? No, I, I, I almost, I
0: almost <laughs> actually brought this up independent of that, so I'm glad Jokic shared this because I do think if you step back and look at what did this experience bring to the Nuggets, Zach Lowe had that great monologue about this a week or two ago where he talked about the Nuggets, this team was forged in the fires of Game 82 sure, th- three seasons ago. I think the next version of the Denver Nuggets, Denver Nuggets 2.0, <laughs> is going was forged in this playoffs because I do think that they have, while they always had this resiliency to them, mm-hmm. stronger than iron at this yeah. point because of what it's had to go through. And I just I I'm, I, I love that he made that comment because it's so true. The things they acquired in this one aren't easily taken
1: away from them. And, and also, it's like they went toe to toe with the Clippers. Obviously, beat the Clippers. And they were very competitive against the Lakers. There's going to be no team, no player that they go against in future playoffs that they're going to be intimidated by, that they're going to think twice about. You no, know, they've shown they can hang with the best.
3: Yeah. They're going to feel like they should win the title next year. Yo, and that should be their mindset. They
1: literally beat
2: the. What who were, were most people's favorite to win the title? The Clippers were most people's favorite, they were Harrison Wynn's favorite to win the title. They were the favorite, they were the favorite to win the title, and the Nuggets beat them. Yeah. like who, um, you know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah. So, one thing I want to go to now let's talk about Jamal Murray because of all the Nuggets players that we can be proud of and talk about and what was meaningful, did not see this coming. I'll, be, I'll go ahead and say it did not see this coming from Jamal Murray. Did I think he had a leap in him? Yes. Did I think he had this leap in him? Hell no. Hell no. And not only did he do it one time, not only did he do it in one series, he did it basically from start to finish in these playoffs in a way that I hold him to a significantly higher standard now, but I also just have so much more faith in him. I mean, he's a hell of a basketball player. A hell of a basketball player. Has a great case for being one of the 20 best basketball players in all of the NBA. And... Somebody that I feel very confident, I come into this playoffs thinking I had no confidence that he could be the second or maybe first best player on a championship team. I come into it now going, hell yeah he can. And the type of player you want to root for. You want to watch
3: and enjoy and watch succeed. Of I mean, he, he did and said all of the right things since getting down to the bubble and over the hiatus. Get your IG jokes in now, but adding that weight. Like, someone was clearly focused on coming back a winning basketball
0: player. Yeah, he was. And yep.
3: not everyone
0: was over that hiatus. He almost seemed a little annoyed, too, early on mm. in the bubble about, like, why, that, why isn't everybody else here? I'm ready to go. I'm here. Why isn't anybody else? That's um, a competitor, man. And, yeah, look, yeah. I think
3: this leap, too, you can look at what ultimately finishes as, in some regards, in sub, sub stat categories, a more efficient shooting season. Postseason than Steph's peaks, right, which is insane. Yeah. That part probably doesn't happen again. But it was an outlier shooting. Every aspect of it, the title, the, the the handle was tighter. He was a stronger player. He was a shiftier player. The playmaking's better. The cerebral stuff has improved. The defense has improved. So it's not the oh defense def- yeah. It's not man. Jamal hits some shots. No, Jamal made a leap. And in in a way where you go, I trust that dude night in, night out next season
0: and the rest of his career. Really, he might be the winner of the bubble. To be honest with you, like if you look at every every player inside the bubble and whose stock rose the most, Jamal Murray, it might be number one because his stock. I don't. There's no number you could put on him right now that I would laugh at in terms of where does he rank in the in in the league because. I mean, guys like Paul George are going to be ranked ahead of him. Would you rather have Paul George or Jamal Murray in a Hell playoff yeah, series? Dude. I mean, this is in a, a p- no-brainer. In a
2: playoff? Paul George? This is,
0: <laughs> playoff P? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I would also just say, like. Playoff P might come back the, with uh, a stutter, man. The, the, <laughs>
1: the guy, the, he might play, never not hit the side of the backboard on a p. jumper again. Man. Uh, the, the yin and yang of Yoke and Jamal Murray is it's so funny because we've talked about their fit like so much on this podcast. We've spent like so many hours talking about their fit and you no, know, they showed this playoff run that they can be a seamless fit in a playoff environment as a one, two punch. Yeah. So you've totally. got that, but then you've also just got the intangibles and how those two kind of fit and mesh together. And you've just got the steadiness. Well, they're both super steady, but just like the calmness of Nicola and the the fire of Jamal Murray. And just how those Fire two counteract each other and just balance each other is perfect because Jamal is that raw, raw, fiery guy that Nuggets have needed, and Nicole is the guy who's going to lead by example. And the fact that they just fit so well on the court and fit so well everywhere else is just like it, Nuggets have it. You know, they have their big two.
0: Another belief I have with with what you're saying here is, I always thought one, I, I I wasn't sold on Jamal Murray's leadership. You know, people had kind of talked it up, but I just didn't feel like I'd ever sure. seen it to the way. And then also, I always thought like he's not good enough to be the team's leader. Like it has to be Jokic. Yeah. I don't believe either of those things anymore because I watch him in the way he even in, even tonight the way he interacts with Michael Porter, who's like a deer in the headlights out there, right? Just feel you could tell he's you could tell emotionally Michael Porter just like has a, a, a anvil and on, on his soul mm-hmm. throughout yeah. this entire run. Yep. Jamal Murray just constantly kind of bringing him up, but also just now. Jamal Murray, if you tell me now, going forward, Jamal Murray is the team's leader. I'd say perfect. That's great. He perfect. absolutely can be. And again, that's another. I know it seems like a superficial leap type thing, but I just didn't think it was possible. Yeah, I, I would have guessed it would have been like C.J. McCollum being the team's leader, and and you know where it's like, yeah, but he's not quite good sure. enough. No, Jamal Murray's good enough. He could be the leader. Mm-hmm. Um, Jokic. Let's talk about him and his season. <laughs> he had the weirdest season imagine a fitting season for how this NBA season played out. He came in at his heaviest possible weight. Heaviest possible weight. Terrible throughout the first several seasons, or first first very, several weeks. Very disengaged. Very disengaged. We worried about him. We talked about the season getting stale this to that. <laughs> he became the best version of himself by January. Yeah, and yeah. then by this playoffs, once again, had to flip I don't know that he personally can go up against a tougher two centers than Rudy right. Gobert right. and Anthony Davis right. slash Dwight Howard combo. I don't know. Maybe Joel Embiid. Maybe if you added Embiid. Like, that's like the third guy that you could throw. So he literally had the toughest road, and you look at his numbers. It's like 25. It's exactly like it was last year. Yeah. Um, there were moments in this one where I was disappointed, moments during this playoff run where I was disappointed in him. But I think in aggregate, there's still no doubt in my mind and I do feel like the Nuggets – you look at Luka Doncic. That's not a great team, but I do feel like it was a great team for Luka Doncic. Meaning he was perfect. It almost reminds me in many ways of Jokic's 2016 team, where you got you had Wancho, you had Beasley. Remember that like the, the the time they beat the Warriors? You're, you're you're rolling out a bunch of like guys who couldn't guard a chair with wheels on it. And but it makes you know Jokic can be mm-hmm. in his bag. I do feel like Denver going forward is especially if they can get that development for Michael Porter is going to not just improve as a team, but also improve more towards Nikola Jokic and towards Jokic and Murray in particular, and that's exciting. I mean, there's how many times in this playoffs did Jokic pass out to Gary Harris or Paul Millsap, and it was just like, no hopers. Torrey Craig,
3: no hopers. And willing to pass, but also passing because he's going to look at the way the defense is approaching, understand that's what's called for. Sometimes when MPJ is out there, and if he's hitting shots consistently, It'll be called for even less because it's not just about shot making. It's about gravity. And Jeremy Grant, whom I love after this playoff run, can hit nine threes in a row. I don't think the defense is going to guard him instead a seven-game series. Teams guard MPJ when he gets a little hot. Yeah. And and it's going to matter going forward. By the way, Jeremy
0: Grant now two years in a row of being a great three-point shooter. I mean, and three out of four. Because remember, he had the great year, the down year, the great year. And you're like, okay, well, what is this guy? Two. Now it's three out of four. I think he's a shooter.
1: Yeah. I feel good when he's open. Yeah, and you talk about surrounding Yoke with shooting. One one thing I will just always love about Yoke is that he'll just come into a game saying, "All right, like I'm gonna look to get Paul Millsap going. I'm gonna look to get Jeremy Grant an open cut. Right, I'm right. gonna look to get Jamal Murray going in the first quarter." I just love that about him. Um, but it could be a lot different. It, it could help the Nuggets a lot more if you know he's kicking out to. Uh, you know, an absolute knockdown guy. I- instead of you know oh, Gary god. Harris,
3: it's going to make a huge difference. Oh, you know?
1: man, it, it there's it's just a huge no. Difference. It is.
2: I mean, Nikola Jokic is a god. Uh, Strong degree. Jamal, Mur- Jamal Murray is is a king. Uh, so now, we, what do we need? We need uh, we need a prince. We need that's going to be Michael Porter Jr. We just need the we just need to fill out the whole thing. Nikola Jokic, like, I, could you possibly be more impressed with this guy? Everything he does is just like, I, I, I first off, I've never seen it before it's hard to explain to people oh so it's so true.
1: hard that's a great take eric that's like, a great way to the, when it. the best passer in the league is like a seven foot bag of milk yeah we've never seen that dude before. i'm telling
2: you like my for years i i mean i just use my the my mom test for everything when it comes to the nuggets and and like super non-popular uh culture in general like, has method. my mom heard of this person yeah what does my mom think like my mom has now heard of Nikola jokic yeah I told you. like Your I dad, too. Out. He passed got, the dad, dad, dad test. Text my, mom, my, dad, my mom my <laughs> mom, liked Nicole Yoke, which, yeah. which is basically saying he's uh, uh, the future MVP mm. of
3: this league. My, my dad texted me something that I agree. I'll, I'll let you wax poetic here. But he huh. said, I'm watching this guy and thinking he's just figured it out on a level that very few players ever have. He's a computer. I now think Yoke has entered the top five, top six player in the world conversation. Mm. So I'll hold him to that standard. Two All fourth right. quarters in this series where he was scoreless. And he wasn't great tonight, um, but I think over the course of this playoffs, you really could not have hand picked a more arduous run for his team and him personally. For him to look this good, the way he gets better as seasons go on, um, you have to look at the way Murray elevated his game and the and the way Jokic is just prepared for this mentally. Oh my god! All of it, and just think the sky is the limit. It's it's,
2: it's crazy. The, just, sorry, the the uh, just the bubble environment <laughs> itself. I mean, I, I listen. The bubble environment itself was the absolute biggest blessing of for this team this entire year like the fact that they didn't have any other distractions—it was pure basketball all the time. They had to come together, they had to eat together, they had to swim together, they had to go down the water slide together.
1: and not one person at a time on the, on the water, <laughs> water slide. slide. <laughs> yeah.
2: you, don't know, you, don't you don't know what happens. You don't know what happens. You're not in the bubble. Um, but the point being is that uh, it really forced the Nuggets to come together in a way that I don't know that would have normally happened. Like I think we got accelerated growth through this like high oh, pressure situation. That's great stuff. Yeah. And um, you know like they're. Only going to be better for it you know i, I have a feeling that regardless like we're gonna get a slow start again to this next season i think it's hard for for
0: Jokic to get really engaged oh, well they the have lineup. to work bowl bowl into the starting lineup it's gonna to be tough it's gonna to be slow <laughs> but we I might mean, get the long boys come on but i, <laughs> but I mean like jeremy I, grant at the two let's
3: well, do it that's the craziest part <laughs> everything they did this season and they played the best lineup like 3
0: times. Well, you want to know another funny well, thing. Jeremy Grant, how many times did he play small forward during the regular season?
1: Zero. Almost exclusively small forward in yeah. the playoffs. It's I'll actually tell hilarious. You what it was also, full circle about this Nuggets season. Michael Porter Jr.'s last possession of his rookie year, forcing a turnover on LeBron James and then not playing for the rest <laughs> of the leaving. <laughs> if that's not coming full circle, I don't know what It's So true. <laughs> so true. What a year. that is that is pretty
0: funny, oh, man. man. Uh, what a hell of a
3: he year. He
1: forced man. a
0: turnover on LeBron freaking James. And then no.
3: didn't play again. He 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 played defense so well he didn't even get a chance to block it because <laughs> uh, the yeah, shot man.
0: never even happened. Like, oh I'm my ready god! To get to the wake here.
2: I'm, a, I'm ready to drink
0: the season away. Uh, you're you still feel i feel I feel all right you about it. I mean, I mean like, look, I, it sucks. It's the Lakers. I mean, the Nuggets uh, have this. Is I don't feel bad, but I'm saying I'm ready yeah. to get to the celebratory.
3: Oh, I part. forgot to ding Wind for a classic rehash there. Yeah, Maybe classic hit that rehash. Point I thought you were laughing
0: about. I was like, oh yeah, he's gonna bring it up. Anything else you want to talk about, Jeremy? Grant, You want to talk about how he played well? No. Uh, Do you think that this loss to the Lakers, getting this close and losing, will have
1: the same effect as Game 82 two seasons ago? I'm going to say no, just because, like, Game 82 was so big. And it's like you go from not making the playoffs to just that team was a completely different team the next season. Like, they were almost unrecognizable. The commitment to defense So true. Et cetera. In
0: the comments, by the way, let us know what you think to that quest. For everybody, I'm curious what people think. I
1: I don't think it's going to have as big of or lead to as big of a leap. But like I was saying earlier, I I just think the road they had to go through, just kind of the collective playoff run, uh, taking the Jazz to seven, beating the championship favorite in the Clippers, making LeBron uncomfortable for parts of the series, knowing that they can play with a team like the Lakers – I think collectively that will make them a much more confident just playoff team going into the postseason no matter who they play next year. What do you think? I would agree. I mean, I just don't think that bump is rep, like replicable. But
3: like, what are we talking about here? Is it enough to get them to look in the mirrors and say we have to get better? I, I think so. It'll play a motivating role. But I do think like Game 82,
1: we don't get what we just saw if Game 82 never happened. I also think potentially just playing against the Lakers, maybe the front office looks at themselves and say, okay, like these are the exact, you know, these are we know what type of pieces we need if mm. we're going to go up against a Laker type team in the playoffs next year. Well, what's actually that's one it.
0: one benefit of this is, look, they went up against the Utah Jazz, they went up against the Clippers, they went up against the Lakers, all completely different teams. I yeah. don't know if you can go up against another team that would give you more of a sample size to say what do we need. They went up against every type of team through those three. And so now I think the front office has great data points to say, okay, like Donovan Mitchell types give us this type of problem. How do we build around that? Uh, You know, Kawhi Leonard types give us this kind of problem. How do we go against it? You know, LeBron James Anthony Davis. They have all the data points I think they need. But I want to ask you, Eric, and then I'm going to give my answer. But do you think that this playoff run can have the same effect of game 82 or similar effect? Um,
2: Yes. Yes. I do think that. I mean, I don't know that uh, it, it's difficult because w- what we're talking about now is getting to the absolute upper echelon of the NBA, and so making the leap to get simply make it to the playoffs, make it to the first round. To what we're talking about now is like requires a massive spike to get up over this last hump. But I do think that just in general, the idea that. Um, They sort of, and not just the team, but like the front office is able to sort of take stock of what they have, see the players perform in high pressure situations, understand what the chemistry of the team looks like and like what types of personalities need to be brought onto this team to get them to the next place. I think that just everything, like all of the information that we have now, like I just, I trust Tim Connelly and co so much to be able to take this, these learnings, and like, you know, they, they saw, okay, we are missing um, weak side defense for Jokic, so let's add a player like Paul Millsap, let's add a Jeremy Grant, like right. people that can come in from from the other side and maybe make up for some of his deficiencies, and, you know, then you get all of those ancillary benefits of the offensive additions that Jeremy Grant brings. Like, like you said, there's going to be a lot of questions this offseason as far as, um, what the free agency looks like for a lot of players on this team. And having all of this information is going to give us a bump in the front office. Like you,
0: you also use the word trust. I would say I would Are these tr- comments popping up on the screen. I, I haven't seen any. Kill. I would trust
3: Malone. to uh, okay. I would trust Malone to fight off complacency too oh, yeah. um, as the leader of a unit to keep it. It's going to be hard. It's going to be very, very hard, but I don't think this group's in, in the danger zone. I, th- I think they're a hungry group, yeah. but so, but that's that's something that we don't know for sure. Like this is the year if it happens where we could see it seep in. I
0: think. I think this will have the same effect, and here's why. They beat the Spurs last year. It was an important step. Spurs weren't anybody. Spurs were a, yeah. a terrible eight seed, but they were they second lost round team, but they needed to, the Spurs, they needed though. to do it because it was important. They lost to the Portland Trailblazers last year. That injured Portland Trailblazers. That wasn't a great team. They beat the Clippers this year. They. And I know, like, Lakers fans are going to disagree with this, but they they went blow for blow for most of this series. I mean, they belonged on the court. They weren't laughed off of the court in any of the games, really, other than game one with all those fouls. But outside of that, every game was a battle. I think that this tells a young team, one, what it takes. I mean, I, I have to imagine a Michael Porter comes back a little bit more aware of what it, of what's actually required to be a star in this league. Not <laughs> or just like what's happening at uh, any yeah, given but moment. But I'm just saying, I think a young player comes into the league and thinks like, ooh, we play pickup and I score all these sure, sure. deep threes and nobody can guard me. Like I'm, a, I'm Michael Jordan. And it's like, no, actually the game is, the actual game, not the pickup game, the actual game is like so much above the level of whatever it is you're comfortable with. So I think there's that. But look, man, I don't think this team has a reason to go into this offseason thinking they can't get there sure they haven't they have a reason to believe that they can and yes. i just think anytime you can taste it it, oh. it it just drives you that much that much harder and so and, and to your point sure they might drop games to atlanta next year they might whatever but they i definitely th- will they definitely, <laughs> they de- yeah, they definitely will <laughs> they definitely will but i think that the idea of a process and what that process is i just think that this team knows and yeah. I, I expect them collectively as a team to improve over the course of next season, even if the record doesn't always reflect it, I just think that they're going Absolutely. to be ready for the battle because they know what the battle is.
3: If, yeah. if I could key in on one adjustment, maybe go up 3-1 twice in a row. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Man, next that, that is one of the adjustments, though, honestly. No, like, I'm not kidding. Not, not even joking. Like, <laughs> Look, LeBron that. was the king of this. First round, four games or five. Get out of there because it's a long freaking playoff run, and if you go seven in that first round, you're starting behind the eight ball. Nope get that thing done as quickly as possible so you get a week off before round 2 get that one done as quickly as possible if you can and tonight so,
1: he did it again and tonight and he did he it did. again yeah. he knew he and knew, and he, knew. he knew saw exactly what was the reverse of that with Jamal Murray yep we saw the reverse of that remember one the first
2: game we won in the playoffs it was 100 years ago and we went it was over, we went to
0: overtime with the Jazz I do Murray won. Murray scored like 40 in <laughs> a row Oh Jokic
1: that was so long ago he thought they actually lost that game when talking about it at the other day <laughs> yeah, He yeah. was like yeah we've lost the game first game of each series wait no we actually won against the Jazz game.
0: <laughs> Scale of 1 to 10 how do you rate this season 10 Oh dude
3: well actually 9 cuz 10s a title, but 9 Yeah
0: yeah. Oh, this is a
2: full 10. This is a 10 plus. This is everything I ever hoped for. It, and more. It's, it's not nev- a 10. It's not a 10 oh, because you don't give a plus. You can never go above a 10. You can never go above the I season. This, I can't go above Didn't you know season. that one? I, I <laughs> literally, I can't go above the season. Even if a what? title. I'm excited for you to
1: rate the championship season a nine.
2: <laughs> I, I'm telling you, like I watched Duane the Broncos win Super Bowl 50 and it wasn't a great season. Like, oh, right, right. Yeah, good. yeah.
0: I'm with you, man. I, that championship was the weirdest feel ever where I was just like, all right, well, I guess we they won. won. Was yeah. like, okay. it's a banner. But
2: the the season where the Broncos, uh, the first championship, yeah, yeah. They had to
0: fight through adversity, like, and I, then and then it just the Super Bowl never happened that year because they just canceled it. It's the weirdest <laughs> year. But you're right, that was. But fun. the idea
2: that like to come back from three one, this playoff series was as satisfying as I can. I mean, you know, obviously. Going the next step would, would, would make it if all the same If Dwayne Howard was like not point, involved
1: in this playoff series, it would have been a little care, more I, satisfying. I forget this. La- this la- just, a little more satisfying. That
2: Utah series uh, was about the best thing I've ever seen in my life. That Clippers series was about the best thing I I've agree. seen in my entire life. That game seven against the Clippers, I don't know if I've ever felt more euphoric. What a glorious Oh, I know. Night.
0: That was an what incredible
2: game. night. I yeah. bashed in
3: retweet glory till probably 4.30. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> we were Remember we were all drunk and we were laughing and then I was fighting online with people from the – Denver and then State. also just like, just guys, the
0: seven. I mean, this team, the seven at Utah. Like, we talk about the Utah series. The regular season had all these moments to them, too, where it was just amazing. like, oh, the Nuggets have no chance here. This is like their eighth back-to-back in a row on the road with nobody on the roster, and they get it. There were so many great highs. I, I agree era. with Eric. This was a 10 to me, and here's why. You're right that a title would be better. When it arrives, that becomes the 10. But I really do think that, like, in life, it's important to get to the point where you have the appreciation for everything, like oh, as yeah. it happens. And that's how this season feels to me. I wish it was. I wish that they got a championship out of it and brought, probably would have been better, but this is the season we got. Yeah, and all along, it, it we would have been better. No, but all along we talk about like, we would rather have this team to root for than some soulless team that just was like handed where it Love was it. a can't lose situation. They come up snake ice tonight, but you know what? Love the squad, dude. Love- 10,
1: <laughs> 9.5 for me.
0: <laughs> it wasn't a convincing argument. Hard- I like that Harrison the whole time was an active listener, and then at the end oh, he's like, "Dude, he,
2: you know, Adam, no, he made, nope. made up his mind so <laughs> You were gonna out. sway There's me no from chance. nine
1: point five and that. There's Kidding,
2: no chance, <laughs> 9.5 no five.
1: Chance. Nine. It was an incredible year, uh, it, incredible playoff run, and like this is an all time team. You know, yeah. no, no matter uh, if the Nuggets win a championship next year or the year after, we'll always remember this team. Yeah. This team will always have a place in Nuggets lore." I don't know what kind of statue this team could have, but it should be a statue of some sort. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh. Uh, We we will remember this team forever. Forever. I would ask you guys and and you, you guys watching at
3: home, the 09 love... They were close, but a tiny bit maybe by default, right? Like that was the team that was there. Don't know if they were really good enough, but they no, were close, no. and we missed them. And, and that
0: team, I think, had as good, if not really? better, chance of chance beating of the Lakers. In my opinion, they were really good. But about how people feel right now about this team. And but this of- team is climbing. That team was more of a, like a lateral like okay you we get another feeling, chance next year. Yeah right
1: after next like it was clear that that team wasn't going to be the same team going forward after that year, right? It
2: kind of was. Yeah, I, 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 that should have been. George, got been. George Carl year, got yeah. cancer that year, yeah. They should have been able to run it back and, and then, have the same odds. And then our and then Carmelo I guess long term it wasn't going to have this held power. it hostage.
1: Yeah, he did hold But Do you, but it do you think
3: either team would will be sort of remembered more
0: fondly than the other?
1: I, I mean, it, it should be this team. I, I uh,
0: man, I, I'll tell you to the people. If you were a diehard of both teams, I think it's this one. But I think the the 9 team reached a wider umbrella mm. for whatever yeah, the, reason. Sure. Because that
1: came after ten straight years of making the playoffs. And also, so, you, know, still, like, you know, you know, this team's going to be back. Seven is yeah. the other thing, right? 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 You, you or we think this team is going to be back. That 0-9 team obviously never made it back. Yeah.
0: You guys have anything? So we're going to be back, of course, next week. The DNBA show begins. The offseason begins. Oh, does it? But we're going to be talking about, you know, we're going to spend a couple of days reflecting on the season and talking about big takeaway. We're going to go more in Lots depth on some of these things, and I can't wait for it. Obviously, there's, a lot, there's free agency to look at. There's what players are going. There's the draft that's right I'm around the corner. I'm very excited for the
1: draft. There's gonna gonna be all, I, I
0: actually think there's going to be no shortage of topics. Usually in an offseason, I'm like, oh, we got to stretch things out. I don't think it's going to be the case this time. I think there's going to be a lot of interesting stuff. And if you're one of the OGs that hung out with us throughout the entire DNBA era where there was, we had a blast. I actually look yeah. back on yeah. the quarantine <laughs> the, where the entire world was on quarantine and we were doing shows remotely. Yeah. I look back at that. Very fondly. Yeah, it was really Loved fondly. it. it was, every day was,
2: was the same, but then every day was the same in that 8 o'clock was the best part of every day. That's
0: true. Yeah. Yeah. It really was,
3: dude. It, it really was. Like sane. I look forward yeah, to it every sane. day. I couldn't believe how many of you made that appointment viewing yeah. at home. You guys I don't know awesome. why. Like, know.
0: <laughs> what were you guys you know, we, doing? We, we got to
3: wrap up. <laughs> we, we have eight minutes to last call. I got to buy a bunch of beer.
0: Okay. Well, I, do you, anybody have anything, any last takeaways before we get out of here for the weekend?
3: I will just say that this is why I moved here. Not just this team and what we saw. But what we—not no. just us four, but you—we did here at DNVR, at this bar in this city. Uh, what that team just did—it's why I moved here. I don't think it'll be the peak, uh, and, and I'm just really excited to be here for what's to come.
1: Yeah, I'll say that uh, when kind of while we're comparing the '09 team to this team, this team is like so Denver, man. I feel like where Denver's at as a city—yeah, so young, such a transplant place, like. This Nuggets team is, is represents Denver so much, and I agree. going back to what we were saying earlier, when we were talking about Mike being an ambassador for this team in this city, I just think this team resonates mm. where with where this city is at, with even where with where at with where we're at as a company. Great, uh, great so much. No, it's true. Like this, Denver is absolutely at a precipice.
2: They are at a crossroads. Like. Um, it's been several years building. I mean, I've been here for a long time. Denver was not cool. Denver wasn't cool in any way, shape, or form when I first moved here. Um, yeah. It's been slowly building and building. We've had new people come, like our, our beloved Brendan Vote. Lots of people bringing culture to this city. Yeah. Uh, but then a new culture, Denver um, kicks so an amalgamation ass, forming freaking- from all of these new ideas mixed with the old ideas. Um, the Denver Nuggets are cool in a way that they've not been before. Um, it's really fun to be a part of. I'm really, really, really thankful to be a part of this. Brendan Vote, I think, is an incredible, incredible reporter. I, I really love what he brings to this, this entire vibe. Adam Juarez is the absolute goat. I mean, I, I, I'm Pretty very honored to agree. be sitting next to him at any point. <laughs> like, I, I, I Harrison Win. I mean, th- these guys are. Th- I mean, he's incredible. Harrison Wind is incredible. Machine dude. He's Peloton friends. Machine. machine. I'm so thankful to be sitting here. I'm so thankful that you guys watch along and and you. Uh, interact with us it's been it's been really meaningful for me this year and so um i don't know thanks for everybody
0: I, I, wanted to, I remember what remember when Kale said, king of the game, fellas, excuse me. Because I remember what it was I was getting at, and I'm glad that he interrupted me so now I can close with <laughs> it. <And>
3: that, <laughs> <laughs> just a little side shade for you there, <laughs> Kale, on the shade. way out. He yeah. just got hit with a stray. Great word tonight, though. Yeah, great Keep word, Kale.
0: Yeah. And all season long. Shouts to Guy Alley and Kale to produce oh, our producer, show and do the the incredible work. I mean, look at this show, Super guys. Super producer, Kale. Super um, producer so here's, Amazing here's what I wanted to say, and we can close, so wrap up the this, this season on this, is I talk about in sports yes. – Sports. There's. It's important for you to like. In life, if you can learn lessons from one thing and transfer it to other parts, and I think that this season for me, it was so inspiring in a lot of ways because this Nuggets team has to do it the hard way. And I've talked about this a little bit in the last show, but I really do. For the older I get, I'm 36 now. I'm getting. I'm pulling at Jeff Morton here, talking about my age nonstop. A little annoying. Yeah. Well, I think when you turn 36, you start worried about it. But the show. No, but I'm. I'm, I'm I, I really mean this. The older I get, the more I realize that the only like. The, num- the main ethic in life is hard work and just like yeah. this like resiliency and this toughness. And if you watch this team and you think nobody believed in Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic to do this thing, but you know what? They believed in it and they put everything. You wouldn't just watch him and say, man, that's what it takes to be great in life. And I think that. If if you take if, if there's anything you take away from this team, I hope you take that and it inspires you in whatever whether it's your relationships, whether it's your job, whatever it is that that really fuels you, that you apply that to it and, and find inspiration in it. Because to me I think about that a lot watching this team. Yeah. And, and and it's something that's really great. And lastly, be good to each other on the internet. We we just came off of a Lakers series in which every day I opened my mentions to just absolute yes, shit yes. being thrown at me and it's like it reminds you. Like we said, what you say matters more than ever. More than ever. We, we, We're throwing things out to the universe. Let the Denver Nuggets Nation be a, a beacon of positivity and That's hope. Kindness I mean.
3: is easy, baby. Kindness is easy. Kindness is easy.
0: Thanks so much Punky for riding with us. Thank you. you, guys. We, we love you. Play love you love you. that you. funky
3: music on the way we out. We love you. It's a winner's line. We love you. We'll be back. We'll all be back.